It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, begambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Day, the appendix. Welcome along. I know there are hordes of you downloading this, so I feel very confident. I'm Danny Kelly. This is the Game Day Record Book Podcast Appendix, which I think this is an award-winningly snappy title, let's be honest about it. The appendix is the bit where we shovel in all the stuff that didn't make the already award-winning um, podcast uh, at the weekend. Thank you all for joining us. I'm still here. I'm Danny Kelly, as I say. I'm still here with Mark Smith, um, comedian, um, a football pundit, and, of course, England footballer, um, Paul Parker is still here with us as well. Um, lots of, uh, what about half a dozen things we need to draw to your attention. Um, two of them to do with the media. And Mark, I think you wanted to first of all talk about the, the, the experiment about Amazon having yeah. all the football matches. So we had Amazon Prime show the Premier League football the week just gone for the first time. And what was interesting about this was you could choose any game you wanted. Of, of all the games televised, you could pick whichever one you wanted, switch from one to the other. They Can had I just say that was depending where you have your Sky, your uh, your Amazon Prime account. Since I moved, they now they've got me uh, you know, with an Irish account, and so I couldn't see the, oh, the, t- no. the football. But overall, tell us how the experience Hang on, so was. What, so you didn't get to use it at all? No. So you've got no idea what I'm talking about? I was about. sat in England, not able to use it. <laughs> That's right. That's ridiculous. And when I went to the Amazon Prime site, I'm told, because other people showed me on Twitter, there it was, football across the top of it, um, moving images of Pep Guardiola <laughs> and Harry Kane and all the rest of them. I had some advert for some terrible film that they made in Hollywood last year. Terrible. Well, I'm sorry your experience yeah. wasn't as How good as was mine. How was your experience? Mine was great, because actually I've got the I've got a little app on my TV, so I press a button on my TV, yeah. and it's just like I'm watching normal TV, but I've I can switch the, between I've games. I've got the app... But you're looking, it wasn't at, on it. you're looking at adverts of films you don't want to see. That's true. It's very true. Did, did you is... watch a game on it, Paul? No, I didn't because I, um, I was actually out at games during uh-huh. the week, so I couldn't so I couldn't see any. Purist. So I've got nothing I can really say what, about what I we, have got what, it, though. What we should say, in a, on a serious point of view, this is the, this is the future. Um, that's Absolutely. The, the idea of paying £10 a game or whatever it is to watch a football match on uh, a screen is old-fashioned, and sooner or later the Premier League will start their own platform. Or uh, they'll be in partnership with Amazon or Facebook or somebody. Well, the way uh, they do it in America, NFL has their Game Pass, NBA has their own app. It all goes from the league directly to the consumer rather than have a broadcaster. So in the it's going to bring prices down. I think it will globally. I think it will. Yes, yeah. very much so. Uh, interestingly, also Amazon uh, smashed their records for um, subscribers to to Prime. So it shows us a huge appetite mm-hmm. for this. So oh, it I, absolutely I, is definitely the. 
the, the future. I don't know. I, I have no inside knowledge of these things, but I, I just happen to know because of somebody, uh, because I was in uh, the sort of cyber world when I launched 365, that the, the, the persons who are interested, if Daniel Levy and uh, Joe Lewis ever decide to sell Spurs, Facebook... It won't be a, it won't be an investor from the world of football or it's Facebook are interested in buying a Premier League club and that's the sort of size of one they would like to buy. Um, and the other end, perhaps still the media scale, um, very good fun uh, over the last few days with our own Simon Jordan uh, arguing with the people from Arsenal Fan TV, which I understand now I can't call Arsenal Fan TV. Uh, there's been some legals, Arsenal own the name, the word Arsenal or something, I don't know. AFTV. Um, Is that what you've got to call it now, from now so on? I believe, so I believe. Um, Robbie, who runs that, who's been a great friend of TalkSport, uh, overheard myself and Simon talking last weekend where Simon was being tremendously disparaging. He thought that the uh, toxic nature of Arsenal's support, as represented by AFTV, um, had been no help at all to the club, the board, or Unai Emery. Um, uh, they're battling it out on TalkSport this week now that you can hear it on the station um, but my favourite thing about it this week is uh, obviously the club has been dominated for the past five years with little signs big signs, graffiti and billboards saying Wenger out yep. the first appearance this week under an arch um, just near Drayton Park as you walk down towards the Arsenal Mordor of that big st- space station of a studio uh, sorry, sorry, again, stadium it actually says <laughs> AFTV out, and I applaud whoever got in the middle of the night to spray that on Fantastic. a wall. AFTV out. It's better being called VTV, isn't it? Vile TV. It's awful. Well, what, what do you make of it, Danny? Because to me, it's one of those channels which it thrives when things are going bad on the pitch. And in a way, are they hoping that happens so they can Look, get more I, views? I've been, I know, I was a music critic for 20 years before I took up football broadcasting. And I know that it is very hard and not very entertaining to write a positive review. This record is great. Go out and buy it. If you get stuck into something that's rubbish, it's fun to do and it's fun to read. And let's be honest about it. You're a hypocrite if you don't say, when Arsenal get trashed, the first thing you do, go to the corner shop, get the popcorn and get ready to see troops and all the rest of them going absolutely (laughs) bananas about how bad Arsenal are. They're only as bad as most other teams most of the time. Um, But they have this amazing outlet for their venom for their spite, for their bio, and for their honestly held opinions. I get it. I mean, I get it. The, um, but it is, it's entertainment, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course it is. And they do it very well. Well, they, all they do is stick the microphone in front of some ne- ingrates and ne'er-do-wells, and off they go. Speaking That's of what which, we're doing here. Speaking about the mighty Arsenal, um, did they play part of the game the other day against Brighton? I mean, I know, it, I know it looked like they only had three men on the pitch most of the time. Did they pl- genuinely play with just ten men at one stage? Yeah, they did. Um... <laughs> Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, one of the finest strikers in the league, uh, got captain, caught. A, captain, captain, by the way, yeah, got caught short, didn't he? I don't so, know. I might so, miss this. Right. So off he. I mean, off he trots. Off no he trots. pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Off he trots to the toilet. No one really notices until he comes back onto the pitch. I want to know: was it a number one or number two? Because if it was a number two, why didn't he do a Gary Lineker and he'd still been there with his teammates? <laughs> I, 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 that was international football. I think you're allowed to do it in an England kit. Oh, right. Have you ever got caught short playing or any of your teammates, you remember? See, he's having a go at me again, isn't he? No. Well, rightly why so. Did, no, I didn't say have you been called short. I right. said caught short. Right, OK, sorry, I got a bit mutton. <laughs> he um, keeps messing with me, doesn't he? <laughs> no, never. No. Never. I'm, I've seen yeah. a player go off before because he had really, really bad. Mm. And he, yeah. had to, he had to go off. 
But he asked permission, though, if he could To go be off. fair, um, and to be fair to Aubameyang, uh, I was out on the ground the day of the Sarnia Gate at West Ham. Were you? Absolutely. I was there working for BBC London. And Carrick and couldn't walk, could he? Carrick, Michael Carrick, uh, how can I say, evacuated himself not in a public toilet, shall we say that? No stronger than that. But the first, first players were literally going on, on and off throughout the game. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely ludicrous, but it really was. West Ham, the, the most it? It was ludicrous the... thing was, of course, they, they allowed the game to be held up for three hours, didn't they? It needed 24 hours, they were told by doctors, but for whatever reason, they didn't do that. Um, and I remember Johnny Jackson, who was a reserve at the time, these days, coach at Charlton, and um, what, was the, what, was the, what was the centre-half from Morocco called? Nouradine Nabit. They had been told they weren't needed for this fixture. Off they got. They were on. They were in Heathrow for the holidays, and then a phone call went out, and they both turned up in the car park at West Ham. The taxi disgorged itself. Out comes the professional footballer, followed by professional footballer's wife, followed by the the luggage for two weeks' holidays. There's a kit. Get yourself ready. You're playing. He should have started them. At least they hadn't eaten the lasagna. But it wasn't lasagna in the end. What it, was it? It was, it was a virus. Oh, was it? Yeah, because they had to go to the Marriott Hotel and had they had tests done on the food. Apologies to the Marriott to be... Hotel's lasagna cook in that yeah. case. So Lasagna Gate, good title, but actually neurovirus. Interesting um, comment about Huddersfield Town. Uh, struggling a bit, even with the Cowley brothers in charge. Um, one of the reasons, according to Danny Cowley, after their most recent defeat uh, to Leeds United, there weren't enough left-footed players in the team. Indeed, Paul, there were no left-footed players in the team. They started an 11 of all right-footers. That's an interesting way of saying that an excuse to kind of cover up that your manager of Huddersfield, your team are poor and you've lost against them, maybe what they call their nearest rivals or their biggest local, rivals. So their local yeah, rivals, their biggest yeah. rivals. No, that's that's awful, isn't it? I don't think that's ever been used before and I don't no. think anyone can... Oh, right, got to pick it's a team. It's nice to a, have balance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, but, but, you, but you, you judge them as a player. Maybe yeah. sometimes you want your left back to be left-footed nine times out of ten. And, and I would say to Mr Cowley, uh, what about Aspilicueta? What a career he's had playing on the wrong side. Chelsea eventually played him on the right as right wing. He's left. He's a right full-back. He's left-footed, the lad. Um, he's just done it because he's a good footballer and because he's a good mm. pro. Um, but, but, but what are the odds of having all... I mean, just oh, no, the odds are, the odds statistically... Are ha- the odds are against having a load of left-footed players, isn't it? No, but having but having 1-11 to 11 all right-footed, statistically, I'd have thought you'd have someone left-footed in there. I don't know what... The, the, the figures, because I'm... Uh, you know, my, my partner is left-handed, it's 1 in 11 people, so 9% are left-handed. But left-footers, I think, are much more common, aren't they? Yeah, but also in a football club itself, you'd imagine that there'd be... This isn't just general public you're talking well, about. Well, I also thought, you know, when Danny said that, I said, hang on, who picked the team? You picked the team. You must have known this before they went out yeah. in the lovely blue and white stripes. I would like to see the heat map for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's all down one side? <laughs> well, that, that was also true. Somebody tell me, I missed the draw. Oh, no, I was working during the draw for the third round of the FA Cup. We did it live here on Talk Sport. Um, but I miss the sort of the bit where the people jump around afterwards and say how pleased they are with the draw. Yeah, this is a really good story. So Man City have got uh, Port Vale in the in the the next round of the FA Cup, and Tom Pope, who is a striker for Port Vale, said a few weeks ago, I think it might no, maybe in the summer. It was a few months back in the summer. He uh, put out a tweet saying, uh, "Look, I know I'm a League Two player, and I know he plays for England, and I know he's on 150 grand a week." I know he's a million times better than I am as a player, but I'd love to play against John Stones every week. I'll get 40 a season. Lo and behold, he's got his chance to prove it, playing against them 
in the next round of the FA well, Cup. Well, let's hope that John Stones recovered from whatever took him out at the weekend in order to get a chance to prove this theory. I just wonder whether John Stones kind of maybe heard about it and he's kind of gone, oh, no, I don't want that one. That's a challenge. I don't, need, a I don't need a challenge. I'm Man City centre. Why do I want to put myself under that kind of pressure? Well, good luck to Tom Pope if he does get a chance to test his theory. I think 40... I mean, I've had my criticisms of John Stones, but that is, that is really strong in it, isn't it? And finally, uh, let's always try and end on a positive if we can. Congratulations. Paul, how long did you play for? When, when did you retire? How old I you retired retire? um, when I was 33 years of age. Okay. Injury, the usual thing? Um, it, I just didn't feel good in myself. and I didn't yeah. think I could do myself justice anymore. People said that happened to, more so when I was about 27, 28. But I, I fought oh. through that battle. Uh, yeah. And I went to 33 and I decided... Anyone to... can have a bad spell the last two or three years, can't they? Oh, that's exactly right. <laughs> I know all about that. I dealt with it well, though. <laughs> Well, therefore, hats off then to Joaquin, uh, Joaquin rather, to give him his proper name, the Spanish footballer um, who, uh, well, he started at Real Betis. He's gone on to have a fantastic career in some of the biggest clubs in Spain. Um, and, of course, many, many cats for Spain as well. But, Mark, he's, he gets better and better. 38 years of age. 38 years of age. He scores his first hat-trick. Uh, in his career. In La Liga. We're not talking in about Hackney Marshes now. Absolutely. In La Liga, top, top level. Uh, he scored it. All three goals inside 20 minutes. Against Bilbao. Against Bilbao. And, I mean, what a story. What, what a time to leave it to I mean, score your first hat-trick. You 38. Think, but don't you think now he should actually retire? He should have He should have retired as the third goal went in. He yeah. should have announced his retirement. Which would have allowed him to say, thank you very much, I will now take my Bilbao. Thank oh, you very much. Oh, I'm Danny. here all week. Enjoy the liver. He's Mark Smith. He is uh, Paul <laughs> Parker. I'm Danny Kelly. I'm never going to make a career as a comedian. Thank you for downloading the appendix to the Game Day Record Book podcast. Tell your friends about it. If you hate it, still tell them about it because we can still use some publicity. And join us again next week for both the appendix and the Game Day Record Book podcast. They're coming to you through Talk Sport and they're award winning. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds updates on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 